Hello and welcome to When Will It End? We have arrived at the terminus of the series. It's been a long, crazy journey, baby. Uh, just, I don't even know if that's right anymore. What do you mean? I'm sorry to come. I like to agree with you. But... You often don't, and we're not going to agree today. We might. No, we're not. Spoiler, Charles gave this movie a 1.5. I gave I it a did, 4. I did. You didn't look at it. No, this is going to be a wonderful episode. No, you didn't look at it. I looked when at was review, the review. What date said, was the review? Uh, I don't know. I didn't okay, look maybe at that you should part. look at that. I look. There's a fucking ranking system. I looked at the ranking system. Right, but you look at the date and then read. Did you read the review? The review said you, that you should have watched the whole. You're like maybe I should have watched it, but it's hard to get through the series leading up to nope. it. But it's hard to get through. No. Nope. Yeah, it is. I'm gonna pull nope. it up right now. Pull it up. I'm gonna pull up my phone. Pull it up because um, you obviously didn't read it. I did read or it. Or see when I did it. Well, I haven't, the, the, I haven't the, reviewed it yet from the this date watch. thing. The date thing. Okay, I'm going to go to... Why is Letterboxd so non-intuitive? I know. Now it started opening up ads without me even clicking on them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Just, so absolutely. Scream, uh, Friend re- Watch by Charles, yeah. one and a half on July 29th, 2022. Yeah. And then what is Maybe the it was a bad idea to watch this that's catching up on the franchise first. Okay. There so you go. You watch it. I watched it in July after okay. having never seen any of these movies. Okay. So And yet you had the audacity to give it a 1.5. Josh, it's just... It's my rating. But that's stupid, and it's wrong. It doesn't mean that other people should take heed of what I think. That's just hold on. Views two billion. Comment this review has impacted <laughs> the remainder of my oh, life. Who said that? Uh, <laughs> Come blaster ninety seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's on all she. he's all over your stuff, or she, oh, yeah. or them. Isn't that interesting? It come blast. Anyone can come. Can blast come in twenty twenty two? It's twenty twenty two, right? Uh, I was going to say that. Well, before we we immediately disagreed about other things, but my initial disagreement was that I don't even think we should treat this at as the end of the series because in like three months there's going to be a new one. So Wait, I don't even, really. Yeah, I didn't know that. Scream Six is coming out in spring of twenty twenty three. This fucking rules. Yeah, so I love this fucking I think, series. I don't think we should do series MVP. I don't think we should do rankings yet this is the best news i didn't know that oh great yeah it's uh same directors okay i think and it's um this is wonderful i uh, let me when did wes craven die i'm not gonna yeah i love the ending for wes for wes and i was like wait for my friend wes bleep or my other friend wes bleep or my third friend wes bleep i can bleep those out make it no you wanna, i don't i don't even want to <laughs> i don't want to sound good that's the first commitment so he died t- 2015 already wow Wow. wow. Wes Craven's dead. Wow. wow. Oh, it's my brother Luke. Luke. Wait, you have Black Adam branded energy drinks? Yeah, so um, the, the, the general store downstairs is going out of business, uh, business which is heartbreaking. What? I know. The, it sucks. Wait. Yes, my beloved sandwich and muffin, where I get my muffins. The market? The market. No, no, not the marketplace. Okay, the, the general store. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And... Part of the uh, beginning of the end was them no longer restocking my beloved clean yerba mates, my favorite yeah. drink. Which so is, what's and that? so what is that? The the, the only other sugar free because like well th- that one wasn't sugar free, but it wasn't it was like pretty to the point. And this one just uh, it's it looks healthy ish. It um, does. <laughs> It says There's health- nothing healthier than Black Adam. <laughs> it says healthy warrior energy drink on it, so you know it's healthy. And uh, I believe it's co-owned by uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It better be, otherwise he's got some. He's got a lawsuit pending. Yeah, I'm yeah. turn you up a little bit. Okay, there we go. Um, also, I've, I've been recording. We'll talk about this at the end of the series or this episode, the next series. But I've been using the cans more, and thank you so much. You're welcome. Life it, it through makes cans. so much better with the cans. Yeah, I used to think you were being a little 
it's like a ninny or something. Well, but you were ignorant and young and right. foolish. Yeah. And now I'm old and wise. Now and you're old and wise. thanks to you. Yeah. This must have been I, I like made when you I taught you about credit cards. Yeah, you did. did. It, yeah. That was a mixed blessing because then I got very like I got very confident about my credit card usage, and now I'm putting up numbers like a pro. Oh yeah, you were just strolling through the streets of Pittsfield with a top hat and, and a monocle, four credit cards, an ivory cane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a stogie and a brandy. And... So, so you're you're arguing that this is in fact not the terminus. I just wanted to say, yeah, terminus. I, I think. know, and I should have let you, but I I really was. Well, coming... I got to say it multiple times. Terminus. Terminus. That's true. Terminus. And you'll get to say it again. <laughs> When we get to the well, terminus of the series. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just want, I, my energy coming into this was, uh, it's exciting. I think it's especially exciting. We watch so many old franchises that we've either already seen them or sort of know. It's so rare to be on that cusp of, a, of an unknown. I love me some cusp. Gotta get some cusp. So the, we're on the cusp Gotta of Gotta get ter- some cusp. We're on the cusp of a terminus. Uh, that's we're gonna on the, the terminus cusp. I'm trying to remember, is, was this person, terminus was she in? cusp. No, she's not in Blocker. She just looks like she was in Blockers. Mindy? No. no Mindy? I thought I thought Mikey Madison was maybe in Blockers, but I was wrong. Hmm. She was in um something. I, I I was I was a little distracted initially by all the beautiful young people. Oh and god, don't you can't say that, you old pervert. I can say it cuz I'm now Ugh, an old pervert. Disgusting. Uh, Wes? Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Have you seen VHS? I think I saw no, VHS. I don't think so. I think I saw clips from VHS, not the whole thing. I heard it was good, but it doesn't seem like it's going to be good. Wait, freaking Tyler Gillette was uh, on an episode of, of, of Reply All. Say that ten times fast. An episode of... Oh, my God. He's the guy from the episode of Reply All where they, they, they find the this hit song that only he remembered, and it, they had to do the sleuthing. To, I didn't know it. That's oh, crazy. Oh, yesterday? Uh, yes, yesterday. <laughs> that's crazy. And so he teamed up with this fucking guy. To, that's so, that's weird. Why does it take two people to make one movie? You ever think about that? I like that. You like Everything Everywhere All at Once a lot more than I do. It took two guys to make that. That's nuts. Wait, I like what more than you do? Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, yeah. Yeah, t- but they're both, I mean, they sort they're of, mer- I, think they, I think they merge together when they make movies. They had to go online and tell their horrible fan base to stop screaming at people for not liking that stupid movie. It was really funny. Huh. Daniel Kwan had to be like, hey, guys, maybe don't like uh, <laughs> like group stock and docs and scream at Weird. people who like don't like my un- like way too corny but technically impressive movie. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. And I mean, it relates to the movie we watched today. In a way. Yeah. It's about, In a way. About fans. It's about fans. Yeah. I got to say, I at this point, I'm just like, I'm so on the screen bandwagon at this point that you're going to have to do pretty bad to bum me out with a screen movie at this point. And this was, I had a blast watching this. Mm, I mm, like that mm. I'm at a point in the series where we have left freaking Wes himself, the Crave Dog. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not happy that he's dead. No, that's bad. But I am actually really excited that new talent is working on this franchise so yeah and i like that the, the their follow cam work is exceptional i loved follow cam every time they did it what's follow cam it's that the brilliant uh camera innovation that craven pioneered in the screen movies where we're following the, the character from behind so that like we're not seeing what they're what it, it's like it's suspenseful you know what i mean like it's like a, a tracking shot of the character from the back mm-hmm 
And that, then you don't know what's in front of them? Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, it You're scary. like, oh no, what's in they front of them? They played with that a lot. They played with that a lot. They played with the doors closing thing oh, so effectively so good. That, that I was like, I was along for the ride. Like, like I think the lead up to Wes's murder, oh my God, Wes so, is within Wes is within Wes's. Yeah, that's what, I, that's, that's what I was talking about. The meta Wes. Can I say, I'm going to say something. It might either halt the conversation we can go home. Okay. Or it's going to just open it up. Wow. Do you want to know my like big letter review or thoughts on this movie well that's i guess a large chunk of what the show or should is. i should i slide it in mm. effortlessly while we're talking should about you, smaller should subjects you squat and take a big old dump right or just sort of shart over the course of the evening? exactly leave it you know what i under, say go for the big one the big old yeah pooper. just go ahead okay crap it out when scream 2022 is at its best it is not only the best of the franchise but it is some of the best horror movie movie shit I've ever seen. I'm loving this. And when it's at its worst, it's fine. And <laughs> honestly, some of the best the franchise has ever been. I love this energy so, so much. I think I still like three a little bit more, but overall this like opening, I was a little bored, lots of talking, lots of intros, but then by the like halfway point to the final third, so fucking good i was so excited and i was like laughing and excited and on my seat it was like i was really having a great time i'm so happy to hear that yeah this was a good movie I'm, i had a great time with it i think i stuck it around a four and i think maybe i, I want to rewatch it and reevaluate it i don't I, th- I think it's competing against i love two i really like four i love one three is the one ironically that i struggle with a, a little bit more than you and i still love three mm-hmm. so i mean it's kind of like i think you're totally right i would say that the one thing that i'm not trying to dog on on anyone too much is that melissa barrara yes our main the, character the main character i think she's a little she's everyone, a little flat sometimes yeah it's interesting everyone else is like we start off with what's her name or, jenny or, ortega yeah, the Je- jenna fuck. ortega the great jenna ortega. and then we yeah. have of course our main characters from before that are lovely and fun and then david even, arquette is a american treasure and if yeah. you're gonna say farewell to someone you gotta give him a goodbye like this mm. that was so we're, fucking we're the fucking killing in this movie yeah. is I think the best the killing we've ever seen ever in the Scream seen. series. Oh my god! It's better, so it's honestly really better, better than most of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's like it was really, and that's what that's when I was loving it was yeah. when it. I found the kill of the the guy. Like I don't know that whole up until that the like guy pissing the pissing guy. Piss guy, yeah, yeah. When piss guy dies, I was like, I get what they were trying to do, but I didn't care. I think that was the last moment I was like, oh, I I'm. I don't really care about what's happening. After that, I think the kills got... It was just so quick, right? I think I know what they were trying to do, but it was so yeah. quick. That I was like, okay, I, great. I think that what this movie does really well, and again, I want to remember their names because, you know, we'll never forget the names Matt Bettinelli-Olpin and Tyler Gillett. We won't. Write those down, <laughs> listeners. Well, why? They for they shall car- be carved into the annals of horror history. Well, wait, why do they have to write them down? They're going to get carved. Uh, fucking just do they remember. <laughs> Don't do Sorry. it. Don't do it. That was just, Don't been, do it. I'm down to my last three booches. You've been slamming those booches like it's your goddamn business. Yeah, it's my booch business. Charles got a bunch of expired booches. And he's been pounding them. Now, whenever Charles comes over here or I oh, go over God. there, he's like, hey, you want some booches? <laughs> You want yeah. a booch? This one's old. Well, it's also grape flavored, which I is know. such a janky ass fucking flavor. It stinks. It's not good. But no. So what I'm saying is, these directors they're they're playing like 
I have to give them an unbelievable amount of credit because they're stepping into the shoes of like one of the archetypal yeah. American horror directors, the guy who, with the Scream series, set up the entire premise of this meta horror that's become unbelievably commonplace and has produced some of my favorite movies, like uh, fucking Happy Death Day and shit, like movies that would not exist without uh, Scream. And they play with all of those toys so effectively and so convincingly. So they're co- they know that there's a sense of timing ingrained into us watching a Scream movie and play with that constantly yeah. and do it really confidently and do it in a way that both pays homage to the master while also, I think, in, in moments like that where the random piss guy gets stabbed really quickly just sort of throws us off balance where it's like, whoa okay well that was abrupt mm-hmm. um i would say and then they they pull off a john wick three style stab moment with wes against the like in the neck where you're like oh my god like f- kind of for the first time in the series we're just really sitting with yeah. a really gruelingly ugly act of violence and watching it in a way that you know craven didn't really do as much yeah and i, I think to bring it back to our main character hmm, sam sam got it yes got it. Um, we were saying she's a little boring and I think if they had brought her character, she could have been a boring person because of her transformation at the end is like crazy. Amazing. Yeah. That is an amazing moment. And I don't know that it really, I, I'm trying to, I'm not, it was good. And I'm trying to figure out like, what was it exactly missing that we could have gotten an even better transformation at that length at the end when she like becomes a serial so killer. It does version. all pay off. And I, I want to say this to, to go along with your, with your praise I think they gave her an all-time franchise line with that. Like, never fuck with someone whose father's a serial. Like, that's like Sidney Prescott level fucking yeah, yeah. iconic. Oh yeah, it was so good. Um, and I just wanted to. It was so I, you know, as you know, I struggle with mental and emotional health sometimes in mm-hmm. my life. Um, one of the symptoms I experience is also seeing Skeet Ulrich in mirrors. So it was amazing to see my experience. That's uh, so amazing in this movie. Where, wow. Like, and and I'm not alone. There are tens of us across this nation yes. who see Skeet Ulrich in the mirror. Right. And sometimes you see him when he's got a bloody shirt. Sometimes you just see him when he's got a clean shirt, but he's got the scars on his neck. Like it affects all of us differently. Right, but it's nice to see like all like a huge swath of that represented in this movie. Some people think Skeet Ulrich is like a middle aged white actor from the nineties, but to me, Skeet Ulrich is the laughter of a child. It's the wind in the air Mm. through the the wind chime. It's the it's it's the sun hitting your face on a lovely summer day. It's uh, your haircut getting uh, sort of just wet. Yeah, wet haircut. Just always wet haircut. Allie's hair was so greasy last night that I thought she had just showered, and she was like, I have not showered. Wait, are you sure it wasn't skeet? It wasn't skeet. Okay, because that, I mean, maybe you just quickly mistook. I I hit myself in the face a few times to make sure it's not skeet. How often do you ask uh, Allie if she's skeet? Are you skeet? (laughs) Not enough, honestly. (laughs) I could be doing that a lot more. So just got to check. I'll just start this bit and and never explain to her where it came from. Are you skeet? (laughs) You skeet? Okay, good. Thought you were a skeet. They may think that I'm referring to uh, the sobriquet that Ye applied to Pete Davidson when he was dating uh, Court- uh, Kim Kardashian. But enough, enough of that. Uh, Charles, let's talk about Scream 2022. Um, like you said, it starts off with the great Jenna Ortega. And for the fifth time, we're presented with, okay, how are we going to do this opening bit that Craven is literally creating parodies of in the second installment yeah. of the of the series? How do we keep it fresh and new? What were your thoughts on this? Because I quite enjoyed 
uh, I liked the gimmick in four of the bit within a 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 bit. I really yeah. like I've pretty much been a sucker for almost all of these intros. Um, but what were, what were your thoughts on this take on the now archetypal scream intro scene? Well, I I didn't like four's opening. So this was almost a, the best recreation of one. I, I really liked it. I thought also it really matters who's doing it. Because it's honestly a very unbelievable thing to do at this point, especially in this day and age where I just screen every call that I get to have someone start like that conversation she has with Charlie. It did feel very natural, even though when you think about it, it doesn't make any sense. So I think she pulled it off. And uh, I think what really sets it apart is that the violence, as we've already been talking about, like we get this. We get the, the new violence that I think is ultimately sort of toned down the series to a point where maybe that's also why I haven't really been enjoying it is like it's trying to do so much at once be funny be commentary be violent and it's like especially with the violence in the earlier movies it's not really hitting that so it's like I have to just like really focus on the laughs and the meta plot well it's 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 funny to go back over and think about the waves of culture that have impacted these films because like one literally sets off like (laughs) imitator killers yeah i think two is again my favorite of the series and i think the violence in that is pretty upsetting and grim but i totally hear you because three is literally toned down like that's just baked into the cake yeah four it's getting there again it's getting there again but what what the moment when ghostface stomps on her fucking shin and snaps her leg into like this is a different movie different movie yeah instantly yeah and and i think you're right like where it's like um that conversation with the stranger this time it, it, it as it warps and, and as and we know what's coming but we're not really sure how it's getting there that is exactly the tone that they nail in this tribute because mm-hmm. like we know where it's going and and the, the, the fucking the who done it in this i swear to god i was so invested in me it me too i was like the entire movie they really had me being like well it could be him well it could be them it could be and i know that part of what you didn't like about four was that you feel like that part worked the least for you right which again honestly, i quite like four but the first one is like the characters are so weird it's like i didn't really care who did it and i like that they were trying it was sort of a whodunit but i think for me the trajectory of the series why i love three more than anything else is that the whodunit is the least important. It's so much more about the emotional arc of this woman and her mother's story. And four to me is like the ultimate, like I don't care. And two also is like, I don't really care who did it. And those both really lean heavily into the whodunit. But for some reason, this also does. And I loved it. I thought it was like the perfect, something was perfect about the whodunit that everyone could have been the murderer. And they really just like pushed Everyone was creepy, and I was like, oh, they could be it. I like in two that they do a reverse Friday the 13th where it's the mother and the second one. I think that's really clever. Yeah. And I think that Emma Roberts, both her performance and motivation in four are really interesting, and I found that to be still maybe the most compelling villain. Um, But that said, yes, I would say maybe, you know, I don't know. This this might be as far as the sheer whodunit of it all. The one where I was the most like it was so much fun because they like they really do such a good job setting up everybody. And then when the reveal comes, you're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it doesn't feel cheap or like uh, a letdown. You're like, great, these are all great options, and this one honestly does make the most sense. Yeah, and, and I love that in the meta ness of it all. There, you know, when Jack Quaid is like, yeah, of course it was me, you fucking idiot. And you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> Because like, yeah. in the movie, like, because they, they, they're so in control of the tone, you're like, I don't know, it really could be that guy. They're like, oh, it was. I'm, just, but I'm just such a fucking gullible moron. Yeah. I, I he's what it. an actor. He's he, great. Like, he's really good, and I think he's been like 
the boy sort of typecast him as a thing. And I think he sort of can do both really well. When he becomes the murderer at the end, it's like, oh yeah, I believe him even more than just being a meek little loser. But but more to the point, you watch him and you're like, I kind of wish it was him because I'm sure he's got a whole fucking bag of tricks for that. And then he does, and he it's does. great. Um, yeah, I, you know, The Boys is one of those shows where I feel like the promise was so exciting at the start. And like a lot of these shows... It just sort of grows and grows and grows and kind of loses touch with the things that I liked about the first season. Um, so I'm, I'm a little checked out of boys at this point. But he obviously was a breakout, you know, g- yeah. given that we all know. Uh, look, we're a couple. Would you say we're maybe city dwellers of a sort? Really? We like the urban. What? We, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Would you about? say that? I live in Lanesboro. How to put this? We don't mind a trip into the big city. I mean, that's it's, true. It's the, right, right. Because we like a little bit of the urban okay, yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a city Carl boy. Urban. Carl Urban, you fucking tit. Are you not figuring? Uh, Carl Urban is in Boys. We already liked him. Crawling. Yeah, I do a little urban crawl oh my sometimes. God. <laughs> sometimes I'll hop around on the bar scene. This is your worst bit of all time. Crawl Urban? What are you Carl talking about? Carl Urban. <laughs> oh, yeah, the you Australian. moron, yes. I'm reading this book. Uh, finally, my mom recommended it 20 years ago. <laughs> uh, 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 Dick and Gene. See <laughs> 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 spot run. <laughs> what, you think I'm Everybody s- poops. I'm <laughs> yes, that's my, that's the uh, uh In a sunburned country, you Bryson boy? I've read many Bill Bryson books. I would say there's a certain kind of like white erudite, yeah. upper middle class canon. And I've read... Um, the fucking the book about England where he goes back to England yeah. and writes about postcards. Cakes and tea by Bill Bryson. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um so yeah, we are doing the Bryson verse next. We're gonna see the lo- uh uh what's the the Appalachian Trail one? Oh yeah, a walk in the goods. A walk in the woods. And yeah, got, they made the movie. A walk in the woods. They made the movie. They did? They made a movie. Oh god. Basically my I'm halfway through in a sunburn That's, country. I think maybe my favorite Bryson because it's, it's basically some good stories. like okay boomer the book. Yeah, no, he's the it's er ins- boomer. He's the ultimate. I boomer. mean, I like it in some ways, but damn, it sucks a lot of the time, too. I just think he, he, his stories are always like, I fucking drool so much, it's disgusting. I know, I suck. It's like <laughs> self-deprecating silliness, but then it's tinged with all this like, you know what I love? 1950s America. Isn't it great that Australia's, it's so fucking whack, bro, but down deep, it's just, it's nice white shit. And I love it. I feel so at home in the nice white shit. White people can have a little bit of yeah. a good time. No, it's nice to read a guy who engages with like z- zero concepts that are not the most obvious concepts. Yeah. And it's it's charming in a way. I'm certain if I reread it like you, I'd be blown away at how incredibly tone deaf and, and useless it it's is. Sort of, but, and he uses the, I mean, obviously it was pre 9-11. So he, he uses the N-word throughout all, the book. The yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a tribute. It's a literary tribute to, to uh, Huckleberry Finn. That's his explanation. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. He did come out that way. But nine eleven changed everything. Now we can't sure do that. did. Yeah. No, he was. Uh, I was just going to see. Like, he uses the word "discovered," and I mean, he's very Eurocentric and just like. Well, no, he's like literally shit. a British slash New England guy. He sounds British. Like he. Yeah. Does, I mean, he's reading it to me. So <laughs> Hello, he doesn't. Charles. He doesn't sound British, but it's like he has. Like, Douglas Adams is infused with every sentence. I mean, he could be Arthur Dent. Wow, he's basically just like a little ninny a little dent i think it's like that that tolkien thing of just like um i am ultimately pathetic but also the center of the universe that that weird combination of things right we're supposed to be laughing at like oh he's he's ugly and boorish and doesn't like interesting like his whole bit is like i like boring shit and that's great like i like just sitting and doing nothing all day (laughs) aren't i amazing yeah like bill 
Not so amazing. Yeah, Bill, how many fucking unlocks of Vampire Survivors you done, bitch? Yeah, Bill? I don't think you could do any. Actually, I, I, no, I think I anyone can it. play that game. Uh, Honestly, yes. and not, not, no, to, not to would... diminish your powers, but like that's why it's so good. There, there's that old joke about... Uh, um, like uh, not an old joke. Sorry, I'm I'm Twitter poisoned. This is a joke from like two weeks ago. But some guy was like, "Your ancestors didn't toil and suffer for you to jack off and play video games." And I would say this: if my ancestors had to play Vampire Survivors, their fucking brains would explode and yeah. melt out of and their also, eyes. Why? How many hours have I put into this fucking thing? Why? I ask because you. Their brains couldn't handle. No, no, no. I'm asking. Wouldn't I? W- I would want nothing more for my. What's the opposite of an ancestor? Four fall. Four comer. No, four still means a four comer. Yeah, it's floor comer. <laughs> I, would, I would love for my floor comers to do nothing more than play video games and masturbate. If every, yeah, for sure. If I set them up for that, I'm doing them a service. So I've played thirty hours. Whoa! And you got it a week and ago. I, am, I got it day, days ago, and I am seventy nine percent done. Wow. I'm fucking killing it. That's nice. Um, you got me into it. My, my most recent goal: only two point four percent of players have this achievement. That's that's what you got to do. You got to find. You got to get those. The rarest. One. What was that? Which was that one? Was uh, that well, this is for the DLC. Okay, I haven't gotten that yet. Yeah. So I'm I'm really uh I'm uh I'm fucking killing it. But you're killing vampires. It's good what I've done. But yeah, even like even this is this is main quest here. This ex, this one and it's yeah. four point six. What is it? Uh, extra seal, which is um, you can banish. Uh, if you banish, uh, so you're not. Even, you're so far from this being oh, shut any. Up. You're just like a little toddler baby. You're like a fucking piece of cum. You're I not even. You haven't even touched the zygote yet. God. Okay, I'm in it. Okay, so I'm basically, that. Um, when you get the treasure chests, and, or when it, when you level up, rather, you can pick which one you want to. So later in the game, you have the ability to skip over and save it, and not spend that resource on that and wait for another roll of options wow. to pick from or banish an option entirely well you know what i'm glad that at least now in this america that this version of myself cannot be aborted as i start my journey as the come on my vampire survivor that's was so that a good joke? that was good yeah no, that, that, wasn't because, a, that was a truism okay because good comedy it comes from a place of truth. Right. How about this? Ghostface survivors, your ghost face, and you're just running around being, just killing <laughs> high schoolers and cops. I'd play okay, the shit so out of that. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking yeah. kidding so this me? Sort of, you said in a previous episode that, which they sort of did a f- in four, was like it was like a group of fans. Yes. Yeah, so so the, this the, is, the story is that um, Williamson, who did not ultimately write three, originally wanted to do something like four and now five, where it's like focused on the legacy of the Stab movies and fans of that series and how they understand themselves in relation to Wolf Hillsborough and uh, the Stab franchise. And so this, like, I, I don't even, honestly, four is so, I've so far gone from my mind. I, you, should, you know what? I don't remember anything One day about we'll it. rewatch all of these movies and you'll say, you know what? Was they good? He's smart um, and funny. This to me sounded exactly like the premise that you described for what was supposed to be three. I mean, like, it's certainly yeah. extremely close to that. I, mean, I want to see if there's any good trivia. Oh, this is your bread and butter. I've been saying it's, it's Woodsboro. I thought it was Hillsboro. What I'm the conf- fuck? I'm confusing Hillsboro. You're the fucking king of Scream. And you think I'm it's- the Scream King. <laughs> you think it's Hillsboro? It's Woodsboro. I fucking... 
Jesus. It's Can not, I just say it's this? It's not even trivia. That's I'm just like I'm so at home fact. in this franchise. Yeah, you want to move. I, I, I want to move to Woodsboro. To Hillsboro. Did you like the big reveal on this? Because you love this fucking house. Because you love, oh, that's, yeah, you love yeah, that yeah. three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I... This was what, such a fucking brilliant I little stupid it. thing where you're like, wait a minute. They're like, it's the original freaking house. I like that they didn't <laughs> call it attention earlier. No. And you just like, the party starts. And I'm like, wait, I've seen a party in this house before. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it. I have talked previously about how I didn't like having real characters and fake characters combining, other than in three, because they were like exact doppelgangers. So I had, I was like, it, it gave me an access point to understand why they were in the movie. But in two and four, they were just like twenty characters, and I was supposed to care about all of them. Blah blah blah. We've already talked about this. I think having Dewey, Gale, and Sydney. I'm, doing, I'm so good with these names. And we see Randy in memoriam. Yep. Because Randy's and niece Mandy and nephew. Or whatever her... Yes, his yeah. sister. Like, they are very important to this story, but they're sort of hovering like cumulonimbabai. Or what, clouds. No, that's it. Cumulonimbabai. Yeah, they're just sort of like... They're like a blanket, if you will. So, like, hey, sound off in the comments. What's your favorite cloud? Strat, 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 strat. No, 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 I didn't ask. What's your favorite Star- fender? Strat, strat, strat. strat. Um, strat, bro. Imagine, Mine's probably a telly, a cream telly. Okay, so imagine get that bill for sale sound. Imagine like um, Bakersfield Nouveau. That's what you like. Very clean. Yeah, it's clean. Imagine. Um, all the people I'm trying to metaphorize this, but like Sam, yes, and Tara, sure, and Reggie, Richie, Richie, thanks. yes. Say they're all. Uh, this is going to be weird, but they're like in bed or on maybe watching a movie on a couch, <laughs> and then you get Dewey and Gail and Sydney, and they're just like a blanket. So they're still separate. And they mingle, and I like it sometimes when they get together, but ultimately their stories are very separate. Deeply confusing. Yeah. A deeply confusing. I just metaphor. want to say they're not like... In the other, it's like, it's like what, okay, a salad. I, I'm just going to pause for a minute. And there's so much shit in, in the Scream 2 salad that I'm I like, think you're tr- I'm okay. throwing this in the trash. I'm throwing this metaphor I'm throwing, in the trash. I'm throwing all the raisins <laughs> okay. and the walnuts. Scream 2 is the best of the series. But in this movie, I think what you're saying is... in my is, trash. Okay. The salad of Scream okay. 2 is in the garbage. Well, it's a shame to waste so many delicious walnuts. I know. Walnuts. I usually don't like waste. Uh, you know, I've seen these weird ads. What you're trying to say is that there's there's a space for the original cast to do their thing and space for the new cast to do their thing. And when they intermingle at the moments that they do, and by keeping Dewey over here and Gail and Sydney over here, it lets all these things breathe more in a way that I think speaks to you and your intensely controlling mind frame that allows your robot brain to process what's right. happening. Here's And here's uh, another idea. Potentially this might work better. <laughs> let's go back to the salad. Yeah, let's, please. We, we were all enjoying the salad. So Scream 2, it's like, let's all be main components of the salad. So leaves and uh, grapes and walnuts. Sure, all these things. Everyone was trying to be those things where you can't get a forkful with everything on it. You can if you're good at it. I was not good at it. Okay. So this is more like you have lasagna. Shh. Still a salad. Cheese. Still a salad. <laughs> Tomato sauce. No, I'm just gonna stick with the salad. Okay. Um, and you have you know you have the Sam and Tara and Richie blah blah blah. They're the leaves and there's only five of them, so you can have a nice bite. And then Dewey's the Parmesano. Sometimes when you talk, it's like you haven't slept in a week, and you just I honestly, roll into this. I am on four hours of sleep. 
So <laughs> it's I, not, I'm it's, glad you picked You wouldn't that have up. noticed uh, without that. Um, yeah, and you know, uh, <laughs> fucking uh, Gail is uh, salt. <laughs> Sydney might be the dressing. I don't know, man. Salt? Yeah, you salt your salad. I like right? old salt. Let me ask you this. You getting it tossed to go? You getting a salad from the restaurant? You getting it tossed to go? Yeah, yeah, I trust I'm getting them. It I trust to them to toss it I want to toss me. it to go. What am I going to do? Shake it around? Like a fucking okay. drummer? Here's, uh, a salad drummer? No, thanks. You're doing a jazz set now, so I'm just laying the bass line. I love jazz. <laughs> okay. Uh, did you notice the great Roger L. Jackson is back at it again as the voice? And he, he is, yeah. he's on the phone with every character in this movie. So every time they film one of those scenes, it's him talking to them. I think like there should be an Oscar for best ghost face voice. <laughs> Lifetime. Like Lifetime Achievement parentheses doing a voice in the Scream franchise. And Mr. Roger L. Jackson should get it. He's the only one. Yeah. Do you think they would just open up people like if there's an award for it, then suddenly we'll get an onslaught of people doing the voice like, I don't know, like Owen Wilson. Can you imagine him doing it? Uh, Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Do you like scary movies? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) What about like Mark Ruffalo would suddenly get it on the action? You're telling me you you like scary movies? (laughs) Yeah. You want to play a game with me? My head's at a 45 degree angle. Yeah, and my eyes are closed eyes are... and I'm shaking my head. You want to, you want to play a game you, you, with you me? You tell me, you ghost face, the killer? They should get fucking roof in the God, He's the best. <laughs> and what about... um? There's these murders happening in Woodsboro. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, do they, okay. do they, they know what's up with him? Why are we doing that? I think it's his acting style. Yeah. He's the best. I got to think about... Was that me? Oh, time? Someone on Twitter did a thing like, what's the best journalism movie? And I was like, hold the fucking presses. Zodiac, bitch. Mm. Best journalism movie. That's a good one. You got Robert Downs. Sure. You got Jakey Jill. Sure. Did I mention Mark Roof? Sure. Hold on. You're telling me Chloe Sevigny's in this? New York It Girl herself? What about um, the guy from Meryl the Drew Streep Carey show? Tom Hanks in The Post. Wouldn't that be perhaps the best? I think I saw that in theaters, which is insane. We saw it together, together. Right? yeah. I mean, maybe it's one of those great Spielberg movies that like it doesn't exist at all. I like it, it won an Spielberg. Oscar for something, right? I think so. That's crazy. It was definitely nominated. It's a piece of shit. It was so fucking so bad. bad. <laughs> there's, but I mean, there's one bit in the post that's amazing where they finally get their Pentagon Papers like draft done and the first thing that the guy does is cross out the lead yeah which as a journalist is like the most psychotic it's such a like like the first sentence is supposed to be like the that's the bedrock of the entire thing and this guy's right. like nah, that's Mag. gotta go was, like if i got a, a thing back from my editor and he was like yeah the, the lead's shit i'd be like i've i quit i quit i'd be like i i, I tear off my own epaulets like i was zaro in the beginning well, of the zaro what if it was a classic me mm. and i buried the lead <laughs> and so that by crossing off that first sentence it Here's, actually unearthed the the Pentagon Papers, like I met this weird. He was a cool guy. He was weird. He had these papers, but yeah, you know, he was just very like upset. He just seemed really upset all right. the time. I couldn't really like. Just a weird guy. But yeah. The papers are about a the war crime. He liked scuba diving, in Cambodia, but he loved scuba diving. Yeah, but I did get. I got lunch before I came over. Mm-hmm. And then they, they'd have to, like parse through that. And then yeah, be yeah. Like, you ever think about how the screen movies is like salad? 
I think we're going to even find my fucking lead. 14 paragraphs My lead later. is unfindable. Can you do, for the art, can you make uh, the faces of people in a salad? Oh, wow. Yeah. Is that a challenge you're up to? I could maybe do that. Yeah. Raise our faces I'm really salad. busy this week. Isn't it different? Yeah, it's, it's been a lot. It's busy. Yeah, yeah I've been it's working nonstop. Working for the paycheck. Um, so what did you think about the general aesthetic of this movie? Because it's, it, it's you know, theoretically the end of the Craven era. Obviously, they, they load this up with all kinds of adoration of his style. Yeah. How do you think they navigated that? Uh, I think it was good. I think it was... I think the first one stylistically is my favorite. Not just, I think, I don't know the the nineties extremity of the boys in that movie more so than the girls. I think, I don't know what it is about tongue man and fucking skip and or skeet, whatever the fuck is name. Like they look so extravagantly wild in every scene. I think it really matches the energy of what scream does for me. So Matthew Lillard, Stumacher, yeah, the, yeah, the tongue yeah. guy, as you put it, yeah. And by the way, th- that last, the, the climactic scene of one is really nightmarish and does like it's very vivid, like it's a really <laughs> yeah. upsetting scene. I don't, I remember nothing of four that I will never forget. I remember me and Emma Roberts; she's great in that movie. Um, but uh, so Lillard, Lillard is the voice of Ghostface in Stab Eight. <laughs> <laughs> who is um who played Randy in in Stab One, which we'd never seen that scene before, right? When the expert is watching him say the rules on the couch where he's like, look behind you, look oh, behind you. I'm not sure which installment of the Stab movies that's supposed to be. I mean, it's supposed to be one. It is? that's the scene from one. I don't know if we've seen that one before. No, so who, do you know who played that Randy? I couldn't recognize him. He I, so I did familiar. not recognize him either. Okay. He was, um, he was so, really well cast. So Lillard is flamethrower Ghostface in the movie. <laughs> Which is I really fucking great. That. Stab Eight looks like Stab a, a movie we would awesome. be like. You know what? Stab Eight, really good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here's the in, in the metaverse somewhere out there. You and I are like Stab Eight is the best of it's the series. The well, people are like, you need to be killed. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Drew Barrymore also has a cameo in this movie. Oh. She is the uh, the principal making announcements uh, at the beginning of the movie where we meet the new cast. Oh yeah. I remember so, that. I love that they managed to, to weave in. You had to imagine there's just so much love for Wes Craven where everyone was like, this is just like a Wes worship party. And everyone was like, yeah, I want to see the table because we're all part of the salad that celebrates Wes. I'm, you're embracing this. and I'm glad. I just love a big salad. Right. Now you understand the metaphor because we all love it. Um, but it's not always good. Gail makes a joke about having bangs, never having bangs again in this, which of That's course good. is a reference to ba- to Scream Three, which yep. has truly the worst haircut in ev- of all time. Honestly, though, it was way before its time. I feel like everyone <laughs> had that haircut in like 2018, and that was bad then, and it was bad now. It's always been bad. Well, so it was released. This was released 25 years and 25 days since the original film's release date. Just a fun little, fun oh, little, little 25, 25er. Classic. Now, what did you think about the emotional impact of the return to Dewey and Gale? Because I, I imagine you watching this in July with no context in it being like, "Yes, right, this so- is why." So this is why my first review is one and a half stars. I'm like, I don't know who these people are, and I don't care about them because honestly, I would make changes if I were suddenly just magicked into being a famous, powerful director. I would change the first hour of this movie. I mean, you're you're certainly no Matt Bettinelli open. Yeah. And I, to, to say the obvious, you're no Tyler Gillette. He looks sort of like a soccer player. I think it's Gillette? Gillette. 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 I mean, you're French. Isn't it, isn't it in your nature to assume it's Gillette? Gillette. Gillette. I think the opening is boring and slow still. And I 
you know, I think that's my own personal thing. People talk a lot and I don't really, I think there is a smarter, faster, more efficient way to introduce us to all these new people and get to Dewey and Gail and Sydney a little bit faster and maybe even include them a little more in that opening hour. Dewey's intro was like, okay, I can now engage with this movie. He looks like shit, but in a beautiful way. I don't know. All the men are real hunky in this movie. The hot Asian cop? Mama Mia. Holy shit. Whoo. Fucking Wes. Wes looks great. Shower Hold Wes. Hold on. He's a high schooler, you sick freak. Nah, he, he's not in real life. <laughs> he's not in real life. It's not real. It's a movie. It's a fucking movie. It's a, that, that actor's good. He's in stuff. Yeah, I just watched him in Prisoners. Pris- oh, he's in Prisoners. He plays little boy in Prisoners. Little boy. Hey. Yeah, Amy was like, it's Christmas time. I'm burping this episode. You know, Dylan, we, Dylan Minette. Shouldn't we watch something fun and happy and wonderful about no. the hot? No. And she's. I was like, yeah, let's watch um, It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Let's watch Honestly, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. Wonderful Life real, real <laughs> bummer. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't want it. Uh, no one wants IMDb Pro. And then Amy's like, let's watch Prisoners. It's a Thanksgiving movie. He's Ralph Dover in that. Mm-hmm. And Ralph. he's in The Dropout, too. The Dropout was great. I really enjoyed Dropout. I haven't seen it. It was good. Yeah, he's really good. He's very, He's a nice... Why did they make this as difficult as possible? I know. I, mean, I want to see how tall now. he is. He's 5'8". He's one inch taller than Lionel Messi. Oh, my God. You were right. Hollywood is for the short man. For the short man. Absolutely. Is that because they just want like a less dramatic difference between male and female leads? Because just they want like more shorter men and no, taller women? No, because Emma Thurman so tall. That's what I'm saying. They oh, get yeah. like slightly short, like below average men and above average women, so they're all at the same height. Dylan Minnette is in someone's list of favorite actors, and the first photo on that list is <laughs> Mr. See, Jonathan Depp. I can see it from here <laughs> Mr. at an angle, and I'm like, oh, that's Johnny. Captain Jack Sparrow. Sparrow. Dylan Minnette was eating it up as a kid. He was in fucking Two and a Half Men, Drake Wait, he and was, Josh. He was, in, um, uh, he was in Prison Break. He was in one of our. I think we had some some crossover, some some franchise crossover. Well, of course, events. he was in uh, Goosebumps. Hmm. Queen, do we have to watch Goosebumps at any point? How is not a sequel to Goosebumps? Did that not do well? Never even heard of it. Goosebumps by Ar- Arlie Stein. Uh, well, it's the film of uh, it's starring Mr. Jack Black. What? I've never even heard of this movie. Jack Black. You heard about this, Jack? No, I just told you I haven't heard about this. Got Walla? The fuck is this shit? Don't use. What is, was he using? Don't breathe. Hell yeah. yeah. Don't breathe. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he plays that guy in Don't yeah. Breathe. We think Wes is a good looking guy, and we he do. was born. Um, let me see. Yeah, he was please. born in '96. Okay, so he's fine. So, I can see, ogle two, him in two, his shower scene. Minus, I'm just doing the math here and make sure you're clear. He's 26. You're in the clear. So I can okay. I can uh, even say. Uh-oh. <laughs> just think about what you're going to say before I you could say even it. say. You, you you could do so many things. It'd be nice to give that little guy okay, a, let, a kiss. A kiss. Okay. <laughs> really, yeah. Dude, I was going to say. I don't know. It's like disgusting. <laughs> he was in Fred Claus, everyone's favorite. That's what you should have watched with your freaking wife. Uh, we should watch Fred Claus. My spouse. You, excuse me. Can you Thank imagine you. when freaking Vince Vaughn has to be Santa Claus with He's his brother? So tall. Paul Giamatti. Oh my God. What is this? Smart? 2007 Rock. Is that like- Dan Fogelman wrote this motherfucker. <laughs> Get is that the um, 2020 equivalent of uh, Danny DeVito and Holy Arnold, shit, Vince Vaughn's 6'5". Yeah, dude. He's fucking giant. That's crazy. Did you hear my question? Uh, say it one more time. Is uh, Vince Vaughn and and uh, Paul Giamatti the 2020 equivalent of Arnie and 
and Danny? I think it's the 2022 equivalent of me and you. Of you and me? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's nice. Yeah. Wait, who do you get to be? Paul? No, I'm I'm Vince. You're Vince? <laughs> Look. I'm uh, a little taller than you. I like, I like getting laid. That's true. Um, I, I'm more like a Paul in that I like. You're 5'9". Like, you hate Merlot. I'm 5'9". I hate You're fucking <laughs> screaming all the time. He's the best. He is really good. He's Santa in those Verizon commercials, right? Uh no, that's just a guy who looks like him. What I, think. I was gonna say? Why is Paul slumming? He it doesn't in need Verizon? to slum it. He's, he's like, yeah, I'd kill for a career like his. I'd kill. I'd kill. Would you I'd really? Stab. Would you stab? Ring, ring, ring. So to bring it back to stab. Yes, I think that's one thing that the violence really heightened is that I think stab violence is some of the most traumatic, gruesome Do you violence. Mean scream or stab. I'm saying just in general, getting oh, yeah. stabbed by oh, something. St- okay, sorry. And so like literally. So like in the Scream movie right. so far, it's just been like, oh, it's been stabbing and you don't see it. And then suddenly they're covered in blood. And to have like, I don't know, getting stabbed is intense and disgusting and not all that bloody sometimes and crazy bloody sometimes. Well, and, and more to the point in this movie, and I, I don't know if there's an interview with the directors about this, there's basically nothing cute about any of the deaths. Yeah. it's They're int- all really fucking brutal. Yeah, and that's, I think, what was missing. Even in the most violent of the previous, they weren't all that unsettling. This is just like... Scream, he's always been a goofball, you know? His big claim to fame is just bouncing around houses while not stabbing people. And With I th- that devilish grin in yeah, his face. He, he can't change that. No. Or she. Or them. Thank you. Yeah. Um, in this movie, it's disgusting and scary. And I think that's what this needed was to really offset the sort of still goofiness. Like, I think Gail and Sydney are doing wonderful work in this movie. And they're just like, and then Sam off like, wait, you just want me to fucking murder someone? What are you talking about? I'm going to go. So good. That scene rules. And it's great that like this old school way of dealing with storytelling and movies. And now we have a newer version of it. And like, why would I wait around to like try to murder somebody? Well, and then once again, the, the movie tries to develop our own sense of, well, what would we do in this situation? And, and people often try to do the right thing and it doesn't matter, which is so fun because like it would be a disservice to the series of all of a sudden people just gotten inexplicably stupid for no reason. So everyone is once again, trying their best to sort of do things that make sense. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And the scenes where they get together and talk about whether they're murderers or not was really cute and fun. I really like that, that stuff. Cute and, fun. and can we give a round of applause for the gay stuff in the movie? There was one gay thing. Was did I miss a couple? The lady kisses the other lady. Yes. Yeah, just while. one thing. But like she's gay all the time in the movie. So okay. That's nice. That is nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just inclus- sure. it's an inclusivity win. I guess, yeah, she talks about it too. She says, I will make out with you. With Francis. And then cuts. That, what a funny little bit. That was great. She just points over to Francis. Francis like, hi. <laughs> yeah. It felt like something they would, in like a Michael Sarah movie from 10 years earlier. Yeah. Yeah, sure. What? God, imagine if freaking Michael Sarah was ghost. If he'd been so Richie, crazy. Reggie, <laughs> If, if Michael Sarah was in a screen movie, you'd be like, "It's Michael Sarah." <laughs> yeah, the, especially the, now. The moment you saw him, like, "It's Michael Sarah." Isn't like if he'd been in Scream Three, like, no, I guess if there had been a Scream during Arrested Development, we might not have seen it coming. But after, especially like this is the end or whatever that movie was, yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's now very clearly an asshole, and he does it very well. I saw him. Uh, one of my celeb spottings in New York City, Ooh. famously, was the great Michael Sarah. Amazing. 
Yeah, by this great Moroccan joint near Tompkins Square Park. They know where to go, those guys, those rich people. They know where to eat the good food, drink the fine wine, meet the pretty Apparently, ladies, um, and romance them. I've never seen him, but Steve Buscemi lives right around the corner from my favorite bar in Brooklyn. Doesn't he own a bar in Brooklyn? I don't know. But he goes to the Owl Farm sometimes. Oh, cool. Yeah, and uh, Nate's seen him, my friend Nate. What's so good about that bar? Why you like oh, it so much? It's just so nice. It's just cozy and comfy, and they got a great beer list. Top five beers, go. List them. You like your lists so much? Let's fucking hear them. I don't like lists. What are you talking about? You love lists. Shut up. I, I nev- love lists. You love lists. I do love lists. Top five beers, go. Heineken. Um, well, I'm, I'm sober now. Oh, yeah. So, so I wouldn't know about beer. You only drink Black Adam only brand drink. non-sugar I energy drink warrior drinks. Healthy warrior. <laughs> bl- this is blue the, blood. This is the, this is the, bl- the super berry. Okay. Um, it's rocking 160 uh, caffeine, but it's oh. natural caffeine. What does that mean? You can it's have from the, unnatural it's from caffeine? The, it's from the you earth, can have witchcraft? Charles. Okay. You can have a lot like, of burping this episode. You've already said that. Are you noticing that? Yeah. Let me tell you about the Healthy Warrior blend. This episode, of course, brought to you by <laughs> Zoa Healthy Warrior <laughs> Energy Drink. Uh, can you spell that for the people? Black Adam, only in theaters. Should I link them in the <laughs> Yeah, link notes? in the show notes. Um, yeah. Immunity. Uh, focus, hydration. I need all this shit. Body. I I need that energy. I need that. You like vitamin? You like vitamins? Sure. Fucking they throw got them down my throat, they got man. That shit in here. B six, B twelve. More about body. How do I get that body you were talking about? Two hundred and fifty milligrams of branched chain amino acids. Oh, and that gives you body. It gives you body, like Black Adam. Much like Black Adam. Did you watch it? Oh, no, I have no interest in that. I have zero interest. We in that. started watching it. I think it was better than Doctor Strange, but also a non-finisher. Yeah, I, I've, I've, as we've discussed, I've just lost the taste. Black Adam, here's the, this thing. Uh, a guy has millions of slaves and sucks, and Black Adam's like, what if I killed that guy and stopped all the slavery in this town? Go off, King. That's what I have to say. And then, like, part of the story is that he just, like, murdered him rather than, like, overthrew him. It's like, hell yeah, that's awesome. And then he just like kills people that suck. And the whole story is like, maybe you shouldn't kill people that suck. Maybe you should be good. Like, uh, bro, this place is being overrun by colonialists and the awful... And slavers. Yeah, well, so maybe you could just to, like, get mar- rid of they're them. They're trying to like marvel the DCU now? I guess so. That sucks. I didn't finish it, so I don't know. Maybe he tells the Justice did, League did you ever watch to the, kill people. The old uh, Captain America where he's just a DA who shoots people? <laughs> That sounds sick. It's great. Uh, wow. my dad, my, what? My, 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 a always, DA that shoots people. He was a DA and he went into characters Captain America and just shot people. Amazing. <laughs> That's what people wanted and they still do. Yeah, in a like, way. All, like the DA race in Massachusetts was like, what? You want to be like lenient on people? No, we want our DA to ro- go to people's houses and shoot them to death. It would be very funny if anyone recently involved in Berkshire County DA races were amassed... Uh, uh, super person that would be extremely actually funny. that's a great point i know we got it sort of in the watchman but like i think we're getting to the point where mass vigilantes might start running for office i mean look uh freaking it'd be epic sauce if i could vote for uh you know tony stark i know he's canonically dead now but imagine right. president tony stark bro that'd be like we both agree elon musk is funny brave handsome talented and smart mm-hmm. but freaking tony's got him beat dude i think so uh, uh jarvis much um pepper wait. potts much wait wait you're just um, listing other 
No, I'm listing shit that he has that no one else has. Right, but Elon may maybe Elon brave, get a pepper funny, and a Jarvis. smart, popular, good at running Twitter, Wait, and right and write about stuff. Everything. He's just an, uh, he's an all round awesome guy, and I love him to death. I mean, but he's got nothing. My man Tony Stark. No, who's epic. Tony has a beard. Tony has a beard. Elon, no beard. No beard. Uh, Tony, Tony, you uh, said, Tony uh, is literally Iron Man. Much epic. Well, I mean, Maybe. He's the bacon. We sauce. don't know Elon. He's the bacon be. sauce of dudes. Wait, which one? I'm I'm getting confused. Tony Tony Stark is like bacon level epic. And what is guys. Elon? Um, like ranch. Are yeah, he's like ranch. He's like ranch. Like also epic, but not bacon epic. Right. You know but I mean? if you combine them, can you imagine that? Literally, uh, if there was a Stark Musk presidential ticket, <laughs> I would Stark Musk. We should is make their the shirts greatest. and sell it to like the <laughs> the saddest, least fucked men in the world. Stark <laughs> Musk <laughs> is such an awesome <laughs> phrase. Stark Musk. I want. The, I'm gonna make that shirt. Stark Musk. Uh, fuck yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Nothing. Nothing better communicates that no one should ever talk to you. Like uh, Stark uh, Musk. Unironically, Stark Musk. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, nice. let's talk about our favorite kills in Scream 5, uh, Scream the reboot. Um, I want to just roll up here and steal it right off the bat. I, the West kill is just... Ah, you bastard. We can agree. We can say it's we a We should just agree. And I'm actually going to add, I've never done this before, but... His penis is out. I've never done this before, <laughs> but because they go hand in hand, back to back, together and... Uh, together, together, together. Yes. yeah. I'm going to include Sheriff, what's her name? Yeah, yeah. In the West Kill. Right. Also fucking brutal. Because they just like go right together. I love that scene where she's like racing home, the shower's on, he's cleaning his hair with shampoo. That beautiful, and I beautiful just wanted to hair. kiss him. Uh, and then washboard she's ads. like, I'm coming to save you, son. Uh, opens Minette. the door, <laughs> stabbed to death. Yeah. The, like the That was one of the also like, Maybe the first most brutal death where she's just like covered in blood and her eyes are open. And she's yeah, she's just coughing up blood. It's really brutal. And then that that sets off that excellent sequence where the table is set for Wes's death, which is yes. really, I would say, the best part of the movie. And That's she, done the, so well. The front door's open and she's dead, like feet away, and he closes, closes the door real yeah. quiet. Oh, it was a fucking awesome scene. All yeah. the like tricks, and you know something's going to happen. And. It does, but it's like it milks it so well that the like that's what I love about medic horror. Not like people endlessly talking about horror movies, which whatever that's what screen movies do, and it's fine. I'm not gonna yell about it. <sighs> but what I really love is here's a thing that you know as a cinematic observer, and we're just gonna play with that. And you're not really sure when the play is gonna be over, and when I get to eat my my um. Yum yum desserty. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Like they mastered the mechanics so well that we know we're in the heart of it, but we don't know where it's going to go. And I think that's you know that's about as a brilliant use of meta horror and about as brilliant a tribute to a dead legend like uh, the great Wes Craven as one can imagine. So we agree, Wes getting his throat uh, pierced, sort of. Weep. Beep boop. So gross, unforgettable. Really good shot. Reminded me of John Wick three, which is my highest knife compliment I can give. I think. Right. No, um, yeah, it was like I want. It, this made me want to watch the raid, not that, it, like it it equaled that level of just like. Imagine the raid three comes out and they're like, okay, here are the rules to surviving a raid movie. Yeah, one, number one. you're that one guy. So everyone else gets killed. <laughs> yeah, your tone is it Tony? That's it. No, Who's I think I think guy? you're Stark. Well, Stark Musk twenty twenty four, baby. I don't Let's know. Go. Let's go, I don't dude. know. I don't remember his name. I just picked the name Tony out of a hat. 
Jeff? Is it Jeff? I think it might be <laughs> Jeff. The main character of the Raid films is Jeff. Jeff. Um, haven't you seen... Duo <laughs> Equis? Siege and Siege 2, the fake movies within Raid. The, oh my yeah. god, that'd be so good. They made a movie about your last Raid? Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the end. Okay. Not right before we get to our MVPs. our MVP and the question. I want to talk about the end because it, it sort of... Went back to that place that I'm not always up for, which is the talking. And I thought it was maybe the best version of it since one. Actually, this made me appreciate one more than when I first watched I it. I want to go back and rewatch all yeah. of them again. I love these fucking movies. I, I love the series. I still, I get it. I know they need it. And I, I like that they're committed to the franchise. And I'm not saying they need to change it. I'm just like, I wonder if there's just like a slightly shorter... They're always so long, where they're just like talking and talking. It's like you, why don't you just kill them? It doesn't make any sense. But, I know it doesn't need to make sense. But that's the that's the froth it's the thing. fun. Yeah, it's, that's that's. I want all the froth. I want all the. I love. Has he any was franchise really made good. more out of the villain speech than the Scream franchise? I look forward to it every time. Yeah. I don't care who it is. I want five minutes of them being like, "Here's what's really and going." on. I think what, especially why I love this one the most of the four that really stuck to the script was those two actors are fucking great. So they re- and so it's just good. sort of like the the Jenna what's her name Ortega? Jenna Ortega. Yeah, her opening like wouldn't have worked if the t- person doing it was the actor wasn't very talented. Her reaction faces are yes. phenomenal. And in the same way them like saying, "Oh, you're doing a great job, babe." And like the way they're playing with each other during this exposition we heavy We instantly understand their relationship with that it's with, so good. It, and it works perfectly. Yeah, so I it was the best version of it and I'm glad they did it cuz I think that's what this franchise is weirdly about, which makes me wonder, as fans, they would know... I'm sorry, as fans? Yes, as fans. Yeah, okay. They would know that they would die. I think that would have been an interesting... Because there's so... Like, the villain has never not died. So the fact that they're still trying to succeed against the franchise they're also supposed to be super fans of, I'm curious if how it could have worked if they'd, like... I mean, I don't know if suicide would have been very fun, but like playing more with that, like we're so committed to being fans that we have to figure out how to be like die at the end of this and still set off what we want to happen because it it never works. That's like the main thing. That's the number one rule is that the villains plans are always silly and don't work. Yeah. Well, who knows? Thank God six coming out in like four hours. So we'll be able to, to check. Yeah. With it. It's just like that made me wonder like, oh yeah, these like I love them. They're doing a great job, but they're sort of missing the whole, like one of the main rules of this franchise. And it's, it was funny that they always just fall into the trap and then die. Yeah. Good headshots. Good headshots. Oh, wait, what? Maybe I should disagree. No, I can't disagree because Wes is my favorite, but Dewey does need a, a little. This, we've slotted MVP now. Well, no, maybe we could give him MVP, but I'm saying like for most valuable death, I think there needs to be a little okay, running yeah. up I think, prize I think to runner- Dewey, which was fu- like like the double stab has gonna, never been done. If you're going to kill off an iconic part of the franchise definitively, gutting him like a fucking fish is definitely the way to do it. Yeah. Really brutal death. And that last moment where he's like, I got it. You know, you got to shoot him in the head. He and died well, by the phone, right? He got distracted because the phone rang. Yes. That's get, awesome. Little, te- like, the phone has always been this weird... Running bit throughout the entire... And they're doing a yeah. really great job with cell phones, which I think yeah. could have been a very hard 
thing to pull off. Yeah, it's crazy to look back over the last decade of people grappling with how to depict the ubiquitous nature of text messaging, and this movie does a really good job with it. It's non-obtrusive. It's perfectly woven into the narrative. The and, fucking yeah. the the scene where she's like. I want to bring my this relationship to the next level and like turn on the where's my friend app with so each good. other. It's yeah. great. And then it comes a fucking plot thing that's actually really fun. And then watching that the guy pod his phone like no, the touch screen yes, no, useless now with all the blood on it. Yes. Like, that was a beautiful little moment. All the nonverbal stuff in this really well done. A lot of confidence. And I, I just you know, I can't stress enough, you're stepping into the shoes of Wes Craven and they bring so much verve and confidence to this. It's excellent. Um so yeah, MVP and Dewey. just you're picking Dewey. I'm picking Dewey. Yeah, I think that's he a he really got me into the story in a way that the other like I was a little lost with all these new characters. There was good, but he was like seeing him sad on a couch watching Gale Weathers. I was like, ah, this is ultimately the Scream franchise is about these two people, which I love that they still committed to that. Like the most important relationship in I would say the entire franchise is the Dewey Gale. Just like watch them love each other and then fall apart. Now he's dead. And now he's dead. Um, I'm going to get for MVP Skeet Ulrich because I like that he was only mirror acting, which is very difficult. <laughs> and I like that there's this sort of like other thing happening that only we and Sam experience. And it's a world onto itself. And I just love Skeet Ulrich. And it's really funny. He was he's, really good. He's, he, I bet they shot all that in like, what, an afternoon? All, oh, yeah. all Skeet stuff. He looked great, too. <laughs> looked great. Just nice to have like to have Billy Loomis come back and to have that. We haven't even mentioned that these the sheer absurdity of the plot arc itself that he, that Sam and Tara are the secret daughters of, of Billy Loomis, which is a like, wonderful. Wait, Tara isn't. Just Sam. They're different dads? Yeah, because the story was um, she was dating around in high school, and right. then by the time... He, okay, fine. So Tara, one daughter, one secret daughter. And so yeah, that's why she's the special but one. But I almost want to give her MVP because that when the flip switches with her, it is such a transformation that it is extremely yeah. impressive. Though again, I do think she's maybe the one the one weaker link uh, performance-wise up until that point. So, she's very serious. Very serious. Very committed. Right. Maybe lacking some of... like. The I beauty, mean, the beauty of a Nev Campbell is that she's very serious and committed, but is so weird and uniquely right. Nev Campbell that it's not as normal as it could be. I think you're right. I think that maybe she tells her story, but when I was in school, they said don't tell. Right? They tell you to show it. That's so beautiful. Yeah. So those, like those main the public education you get in Maine these days, phenomenal, amazing. Yeah. Um, so main, like amazing. Rather than here, oh, great mm. stuff. Have you? You should pitch that. What is Maine? It's a Maine. It's a Maine. It's a, Maine. it's a father's love. It's a mother's um, apron strength. I think maybe showing us that she's like, she says, oh, I ghosted you. I left for 10 years because I didn't want to hurt you. But it's like, they are so happy to see each other and they're very like, they love each other and they support each other. I sort of wanted more maybe tension initially between them. There's a fair, I would argue there's a fair amount of tension, but I think, think Jenna Ortega is so good and uh, Sam, the actor playing Sam is just simply not as good as Jenna Ortega. Yeah. Which is Maybe that's it too. Yeah. Jenna yeah. Ortega, also since this movie has come out, it's become a fucking icon through, through Wednesday. She's, she's blown up. So wait, you're sticking with Sam then as your MVP, even though you just said she's well, not I, as no, good I said enough. Skeet Ulrich. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he does yeah, mirror yeah, acting, yeah, which yeah, is tough. It's hard. Anyway, hey, you think acting, uh, acting is easy? Guess what? What if you're only in mirrors? So Harder. I mean, I don't even need to ask you. I'm I not will, though. I have to say, I did not expect to fall head over heels in love with this series, and I have loved every one of these movies. The The low end for me has been three so far, and I quite enjoyed three, and you adore three. Do, yeah. So 
I mean, for me, it's on a three is on this pedestal of like, ah, this is the ultimate version of Scream, and then everything else is in its own world. Sure. And I, I love I, this. I, I guess I'm saying if if it's funny that your high is my low and everything else is tightly interwoven between that. This is we are having a good time with the series. We're having a fun time. And I'm having way more the fun sixth too. One. I didn't even know it was happening until now. That's amazing. Wow. Oh man, I'm glad. Usually you're telling me about all this cool shit. Like listen to that, play this. Hey, that's that. so cool to tell you. What's that? Episode's over. <laughs>